Lyon likes to call itself France's second city of culture. It's a favorite destination within France and famous as the heart of French cuisine. And if Paris gets to be too much for you, Lyon might be just the thing. Lyon is Virginie Morier's hometown, and she leads tours around her hometown. She joins us now on Travel with Rick Steves to tell us why we should include Lyon on our next trip to France, and she's joined by French tour guide Patrick Vidal to give us another angle on this great city in France. Patrick and Virginie, thank you for joining. Bonjour, Bonjour Rick. Rick. So, Virginie, your hometown is, uh, they say, the second city of culture in France. Is that meaning Marseille is bigger, but there's more culture in Lyon? Exactly. It's, uh, Lyon It's the third uh, biggest city of France. However, I would even call it the capital of France. Now that more than Paris. More than Paris. Well, you and could live in either place. What's so good about Lyon? Uh, it offers everything that a big city, you want to have in a big city, like the museum, the, the entertainment, the restaurant, the bars, cafe, and so on. But it has a more nature side to it. It's closer to the environment. We have parks uh-huh. and it's much smaller. Public transportation is nothing like Paris. It's mm-hmm. super easy to use the metro. And we have two rivers in Lyon, unlike Paris, which only has one. <laughs> and I should say we actually have three rivers. We have the Saône and the Rhône. But we said that Lyon has a third river, which is the Beaujolais. The Beaujolais, oh, the Beaujolais wine. Okay. And, and Lyon has some, I understand there's some, uh, they know how to cook in Lyon. Patrick, what's the cuisine scene in Lyon? Oh, it's an amazing, it's an amazing scene. I mean, it's a part of the main restaurant you find down there called the Bouchon, B-O-U-C-H-O-N. And those Bouchons are, are little restaurants which were used to be workers' restaurants, for very, very much aimed to the people working with no much money. And menus down there are very, very down to the down to earth and very inexpensive. So and no pretense and not no so pretense. expensive. Yeah, absolutely. But quality, small, innovative. You know, I think that's what you can you find a lot in Lyon compared to Paris is the kind of much much more down to earth. I like kind that. Of idea. Now you, I think you you put your finger on why I am so charmed by Lyon. It's it's got the culture, but it doesn't have the pretense that comes in Paris. It's been out of the... I mean, as a tour guide, I've started to do tours in Lyon 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I, I used to drive my bus down there. Mm-hmm. And there was a bus parking with three spots on it. And I've always find so, some spot to park. So there was no, there was no tourism. But why? Uh, That's very strange because... Uh, only French. Only, only, the French only, French. only the French would come to visit Lyon. It is seen for many North American tourists. It's seen as, you know, you go visit Paris, maybe Burgundy because it's famous for its wine, and then you go south to Provence. That's it, and so yeah. you kind of forget Lyon. Yeah. And so that's why maybe it has retained more an authentic feel that you haven't lost anywhere else, but here you have less foreigners. So you got the, you got the high culture, you got the great cuisine, you've got better prices. Exactly. And uh, probably the American tourist is, is welcome there. I mean, it's, oh, you, completely. you get a friendly welcome. Mm-hmm. I love this idea of the Bouchon Lyonnais, right? The, the little restaurants that are quintessential Lyonnais. And of course, uh, Paul Bocuse was uh, a great chef from yes. Lyon. We have to balance the Bouchon, so down-to-earth food, yeah. with the fact that Lyon is the second city in France with the most restaurants per inhabitants. One restaurant for 300 inhabitants. And, uh, and some of them have Michelin stars. Exactly. Many of them are Michelin star. And Paul Bocuse, uh, who has had the record of 50 years having three Michelin stars. Whoa. 
let's talk about the sites here. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a lot of history, so it goes back to Roman. Uh, tell me about the Roman uh, sites. Lyon at the time was called Lugdunum, and it's actually where I mentioned earlier that it should be the capital of France because it was the capital of the Gallo-Roman world. So after the conquest uh, by Caesar of what was then called Gaul, uh-huh. uh, it was established as the oh, capital. Okay. So if you're going to conquer the proto-French people, the Gauls... Mm-hmm. then the capital of that was civilization the... would be Lyon. So there's a museum of Gallo-Roman history in Lyon. And then, Patrick, there's a beautiful medieval, what is the Quarter Saint-Jean? Saint-Jean, yeah, with the cathedral Saint-Jean and all the area around. In fact, the between the uh, the Renaissance quarter and the uh, medieval quarter, it's the largest, largest historic uh, um, quarter in Europe after Venice. And I remember the little alleyways. The Traboule. What is the name again? The Traboule. T-R-A-B-O-U-L-E-S. T-R-A-B-O-U-L-E-S yeah. And you you lose yourself in one and you pop out on the other side. And, yeah. and yeah. Might, those yeah. go back to, what is the story? They, of were, made, they were made to, for the silk workers to carry the rolls of silk from one place to another, one protected, not to get them outside in the, uh, in the open air. And if you wanted to learn about that, I suppose there's a fabric museum. There's a silk fa- factory, yes, still working, still doing some uh, maintenance and, and work for big museums in France or Versailles. Or the White House, Versailles. Yeah. And Americans don't even understand, they can't find it on the map, Lyon. L-Y-O-N, it's uh, near the Alps in the east of France. And this is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking with Patrick Vidal and Virginie Moret about the second city, if you calculate the cultural value of France, and if you don't have anybody from Marseille at the table, (laughs) Lyon. One thing I was very struck by when I was in Lyon was the uh, Lumiere, about the cinema, and you can go there. Have you been to this museum? Yes, uh, it's actually the house where the the brother Lumiere uh, lived, and they're at the factory behind the house, so quite a a bourgeois house, and uh, this is where they actually assembled the first movie. The history of cinema is... Lyon. Right, starting there mm-hmm. in Lyon. And during the World War II, this was, Lyon was sort of the capital of the French resistance. It was named capital of the French resistance by uh, Charles de Gaulle. Uh, we are close to a, a region which we call the Vercors, which is uh, middle-range mountains where the resistance fighter would okay. hide. So and they didn't hide in Lyon, but it was their springboard into the hills. And this is from Lyon that they would organize the resistance with a famous uh, Jean Moulin who was sent by Charles de Gaulle to organize the resistance from within France. And uh, unfortunately, it's also known because of Klaus Barbie, who is nicknamed oh. the Butcher of Lyon, who was uh, so jailed K- there Klaus and then processed. Klaus Barbie was the Gestapo leader there? Or, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. And today, his former uh, headquarters has been turned into the Resistance Museum. Exactly. Well, that's a good idea. Which is a very interesting museum on the deportation and the resistance. Powerful. Now, Patrick, when you're in Lyon, you can balance that high cultural experience with a little trip into the mountains nearby. Yeah, you're, very, you're pretty close to Chamonix and uh-huh. to all the mountains around, to the ski resorts. And uh, and going up to Chamonix to the Aiguille du Midi is, is a good uh, day trip from Lyon. Easy to do. I mean, you do by train. If you've got a car, you can drive up there. It's a couple of hours. So if um, you want to Annecy up. is on, on your way up there as well with the big lake of Annecy. Annecy? Yeah, so uh-huh. you've got plenty of, plenty of things to do around. I noticed the Alpine Fun 
was cheaper in France than it was in Switzerland also. Remember, Ever, the mountains are just as beautiful. Everything is cheaper in France than it is in Switzerland. <laughs> Switzerland's double the cost, yes. right? The lifts yeah. and so on. Yeah. And in Switzerland, you, you couldn't go up one lift and hike over and go down the lift uh, without buying two separate tickets. But in France, I found they were more generous. And if you buy a round-trip ticket, you can hike over there and take it down. Do as much as you want. You can play around, yeah. <laughs> and then you can eat without going broke in France. You can you can go enjoy the Alps and still have great French cuisine oh, at, yeah. I at mean, wonderful it's the, prices. I mean, the, the big specialty of the Alps is... Uh, anything done with melted cheese because the <laughs> cheese was a big specialty of the area. I mean, uh, you couldn't grow much around there, so the, you had cows. So uh, melted cheese in a lot of ways, fondues, tartiflette, and raclette were out the specialty of the area, and they're, they're not very expensive. They're very and, easy and of to. course, now France has invested so heavily in its infrastructure that if you are in Paris and you want to enjoy the second city of culture, Hop on the TGV. It's two hours away. Two from hours Paris away. to Lyon. Mm-hmm. There's probably yeah. hourly connections. Yeah, yes. Central Paris to Central Lyon, two hours. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking with Virginie Moret and Patrick Vidal about Lyon in the east of France. And one thing I really was impressed in Lyon was the floodlighting. I mean, France in general. This is something travelers don't often appreciate, but things are beautifully lit after dark. And in France, in Paris, I even have a sort of a, a do-it-yourself Uber ride that I recommend going around the town just to enjoy all the floodlighting. Uh, I think Lyon has sort of wrote the book on great floodlighting. Except that you can do it on foot because it's a much smaller city, That's so right. it's uh, <laughs> very enjoyable. And we have little boats that you can you know, go on or to, also on the river to enjoy the light. Uh, it's especially famous for a big festival of light that happens every year around uh, December 8th, the weekend of December 8th. A festival it, of light. La Fête des Lumières. Uh, it's huge. It attracts about 2 million visitors every year, especially from you know Whoa. people from countries around you know Switzerland, Italy, uh, Belgium. And uh, they have amazing show. For example, one of the best ones is on the cathedral, where you have music with the light show. So mm. that's during a four-day uh, during the year. But the rest of the year, the bridges are lit. Some of the buildings are lit. Lyon also has amazing frescoes, trompe l'oeil. So it's famous for wall, you know, painted walls. Mm-hmm. And some of them are lit also at night. People are always looking for a place that's, quote, undiscovered or not overrun with tourists. And especially in this day and age, when you have emerging economies with, with a million or 100 million people in India and in China that have enough money to go to Europe now, they're all going straight for the Eiffel Tower. Let's wrap things up, uh, Patrick and uh, Virginie, just with with a moment, uh, with floodlighting and great cuisine. Give me a, a beautiful evening moment. If you and I were there right now, what would we do in the evening? But to me, the, the feeling you've got in Lyon is that what you don't have in Paris anymore is the uh, you're in a big town, it's very active, there's a lot of people around, but you still feel like a little village. You still feel like uh, like the French countryside pretty easily because there are little restaurants as we were talking about. The so you go to Bouchon. one of the Bouchon, exactly. B-O-U-C-H-O-N. You yeah. go to a Bouchon, you have a great meal. And uh, and then you take a nice walk, seeing uh, over the, the lights around. I'll never forget standing on the bridge, just yeah. enjoying the cityscape. Virginie. And for me, it has to be linked to food and drink always. So what are and, we going to uh, eat? So in the summertime, I would say at night, you go on the side of the Saône River. They have little buvettes, so they are outside bars. Mm-hmm. And you have a beautiful view of the back of the Cathedral of Lyon on the other side of the river. And then you take that same spot if you travel in the wintertime. And you go on a Sunday, Saturday or Sunday morning, and you order oysters with your pool, which is typical bottle of uh, wine that we have only in Lyon, nowhere else in France, and you enjoy your white wine with your oyster with the same view of the cathedral. Oh, I and love it's magic. It. And it's beautifully lit. Virginie Moret and Patrick Vidal, merci bien. Avec merci. Plaisir. Bon voyage. Merci. Merci. merci.
Hey, I'm Rick Steves. In my latest book, For the Love of Europe, I share the highlights of a lifetime of exploring Europe. My favorite experiences, sights, and encounters in a hundred essays. If you love Europe too, this is four decades of greatest hits in 400 pages, made to order to stoke your travel dreams. You can order your copy of For the Love of Europe at ricksteves.com.